It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, The Challenge Breakdown, Episode 175, Kiss My Algorithm. I serve as your humble and also gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I'm excited to be here with you this week, breaking down Episode 2 of The Challenge USA, and I am so excited because we are breaking it all down over there on Wendell Holland's YouTube page, so make sure you go over there and show the baby boy some love. Wendell has myself and Joey Hatch on, and we are breaking down all uh, episode two. So listen, it ain't really much for me to say or do, but let's get into the challenge. Breakdown. It's Bryce and Wen with the challenge for br- br- breakdown. CBS reality royalty to be crowned. Survivor Love Island, amazing race and Big Brother. Go toe to toe and compete against each other. It's Bryce and Wen with the challenge for br- br- breakdown. It's Bryce and Wen with the challenge for br- br- breakdown. It's Bryce and Wen with the challenge for br- 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 breakdown. What's up? What's up? What's up? Good people. Welcome to episode two of the challenge. Breakdown. It is your boy, the people's champ, the one and only Wendell Holland. 
Yes, you heard it first. Perp, the people's champ. Don't make known faces. And I am lucky enough. What you got for me, Perp? You know what? No, let me finish introducing you. I am lucky enough to be joined by the one and only host of the Purple Pants podcast. The first third boot of Survivor Kagayan. The smelliest of them all. The one and only Purple Pants himself, Bryce Isaiah. Welcome to the pod. Watch this, watch this. What's popping, everybody? What's up, young Purple? And we are also extremely lucky to have one of our best friends, one of Bryce and my own best friends. He's like a brother to us. The one and only, and he's wearing his John hoodie. Oh, The one and only, the nicest drummer, musician, the most talented, one of the beef crew, the one and only Mr. Joey Hatches in the building, ladies and gentlemen. What up, what up, what up? Welcome, Hatchie. How you doing today? Man, I'm chilling. Just just got back from rehearsal, so I'm feeling good, feeling great. How are you? you know what I'm saying. Oh, what, what type of rehearsal? Oh, uh, this is for church. Oh, you know, bye, 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 bye. Okay, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, no, no. Wendell ain't been to church in a while. Don't do that. <laughs> since we were, since we were probably. 25 years ago. Don't do that. Nah, I went to church. You know, don't do that. Right. God got me. Anyway, needless to say, welcome to episode two of the challenge breakdown. Your boys are here ready to break down another interesting episode. I thought it was a pretty good episode. Uh, you guys have any, uh, any big picture thoughts of the episode? No. I loved it. I thought great episode. Um, I thought great storytelling. I thought we got to see a little bit more from some people. I thought this was another like Tiffany uh, heavy confessional edit. I thought we got to see a lot from the queen that is Sarah Lucina. She was talking her schmizzet and I enjoy every moment of it. I feel like uh, we got to see a different side of Sarah. Uh, that we don't normally always get to see. We got to see her like cutting up with the girls. We got to see her smack talking. We got to see her crushing it. So I was really excited about this episode. We got Danny and you know, if Danny in a confessional, one you know thing who about he's talking him, about two things for sure. He going to say my wife Kiki said, he let her say okay. It. <laughs> so, um, uh, rewinding a little bit, uh, Sarah Lucina, let's talk about her. She, her confidence is on level a hundred, man. I'm, I'm seeing like, I don't know if I've seen this confident a uh, Sarah Lucina on Survivor. I honestly didn't know it was her. Um, and then I'm like, wait a second, is that Sarah Lucina? And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, Sarah Lucina from Survivor. I'm like, wow, because just like you're saying, she didn't display that type of confidence when she was on Survivor. So it was just a different side of her. I'm trying to display that type of confidence if I ever am on like a dating app, okay? Because like that's the time, okay? <laughs> if if you're ever on a dating, if app. I'm ever decide to join one, I'm not on any right now. But <laughs> ding. <laughs> <laughs> so what I will say, maybe maybe it's a difference because Survivor is a different game than the Challenge. True. And in this case, you if you don't win in the competition and you get thrown down there, you can win your way back. And if I'm Sarah Lucina, I'm like, okay, even Whatever. if I don't win the competition, <laughs> right? who wants to come see me? <laughs> you know? 
But that also is a really good point. Um, and again, why I like the challenge so much and I love the challenge survivor mix is that like, you're right. Uh, last week's episode, win or go home. And that's, I like, I feel like, you know, if I were ever to be out there, I would be in a really good position because listen, I just don't gotta lose a competition. I could spell the word. Uh-oh. I could do and, a math problem. Like I do. feel like, and I got relationships with a lot of different people. So I feel like I just really love, I feel like the social game of this game is different than Survivor. I want to say they're equally social games, but the way that the social game directly affects you in this game is so different than the Survivor game. Would you agree, Joey? I would agree. Um, You can kind of get away in Survivor socially. Be careful. I don't, I'm not disrespecting Survivor. I love Survivor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Survivor friendly. Do you, do, we, do you have, do you have a Survivor buff, Joey? Hold on. It's somewhere. I got, I got a couple. Of them, got a couple I got a couple. All right. Okay. Well, just well, yeah. he's not Jack. Okay. <laughs> right. Jack got his whole sleep. Now it, I was only saying, be careful because of this, Joey, at the end of the day in survivor, socially people are voting you out. So, um, you like when you say you can get away with certain things socially in survivor, it's like at the end of the day, it becomes kind of social. Whereas unless you win immunity, whereas in this game, you can get thrown down there, but at the end of the day, what gets you out of there is somebody in that arena. Right. But my point of the social game is that it is, I feel like your social game and your social standing benefits you more than it would benefit you in Survivor. Your For social, sure. ga- your social yeah. standing in Survivor gets your behind sent home quick. Your social game. That's what I meant. And, right. And here I got you, Joey. Because see, what, what he's not going right. to do what, self, he, what, self thing, no self whistle. I got you. Is All that right. like you know it? It can actually preserve you. But again, the difference in this game is one, the algorithm, and two, it's like you can play that middle. But if you don't got five k in the bank, you can't win. Okay, fair enough. And I like that you brought up that al- algorithm because the uh-huh. ended- Bryce. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry, al- Joey. Did I you al- algorithm? The, the algorithm. Algorithm. Uh, you turned it into one of your boo things. The algorico. <laughs> he he look all right too. <laughs> so as I was saying, we ended last episode with a cliffhanger where TJ announced the algorithm is going to ran- randomly choose partners. I question how random that is, but. Uh- the, the algorithm is going to randomly. I see what you mean. Okay. I like you dealing with that. Right. You know what? We're not even going to question that. But the algorithm is going to randomly choose uh, partners. And that's where this episode started off with the algorithm showing this new mashup of partners. And we have. Before we even get to that, I just was curious to know like, could they get a faster working algorithm? <laughs> like, was I the only one to think like, why? The price is right. Like, right. It was like, boom, boom. Who is Joey going to get? Boom, 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 boom. We'll have boom, to wait boom, and see. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, TJ, <laughs> y'all running low on cash over there at Berkshire Murr? <laughs> like, Yo, algorithm took like at least seven minutes at the beginning of the episode. I was trying to see something. So, 
uh, yeah, that, that, the algorithm was rather slow, but, um, we got some, some interesting pairs. Uh, I'll run through them real quick. Kylan, Lucina, DX, Tasha, Kayla and James, Tyson, Justine, Leo, Angela, Xavier, and, uh, Zaza. <laughs> Casual and Tiffany, Enzo and Alyssa, Danny, Desi, Dom, Shannon, Ben, Shan, Cinco, and Cash. Hey. Now that mm. algorithm is mm. a damn lie. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it was about spicy it. the whole episode. The whole episode was spicy. That yes, algorithm is. is a damn lie. And to match them last, stop. It's like playing Monopoly with Wendell. He cheats. First. <laughs> What? You know what? We ain't even gonna do that. But yeah, for them, they were actually second to last because then there was David and Kira. But for that algorithm to pick them, the first time the algorithm comes into play, and it's gonna pair these two, this, this, these, these people that had a history and aren't on the best of terms, and their names have, are right across from each other. Interesting. I but, also, uh, um, like I think the first pair they announced was Kayla and James, and she was like, "The only person I don't want to get paired with is Leo or James." And they were like, "James," I was like, "Wow!" Like so, and they have a they have a small um their their uh social community. I get what what show were they? Race. Amazing, Amazing Race. Race. They're they have you know they're not as Survivor has the biggest, then you know Big Brother, then Love Island, then them. So it's like, wow. Yeah. And, and that confused me because at first when she was like, now, y'all know, I'll be a little slow sometimes when I watch these shows. So it, I was confused because I'm like, if I'm out there and I know Joey and me and Joey on the same team, like I would want to be on the same team. But it took me a while to understand that, OK, in the pecking order, if they are available, they're both from Amazing Race. Out so like you can get just clear the board. I didn't get that at first, but I solved Wait. my own problem. We know. <laughs> so they send them back home and we have a confessional from Cash that basically says, at this point, send me home. Right. <laughs> I'm, get me out of here. I'm, this, I'm with this guy. Yeah. And then she said, nah, we're going to find a way to put things aside. And as we see later in the episode, I think they do an all right job of it. Except for one little uh, factor. <laughs> we'll get there. Then we have Justine talking to Tyson. Now, Tyson just blindsided her by sending her homie down there and them getting eliminated the previous episode. So now she's trying to, I guess, figure out they're trying to get a, a handle of each other. These two. Yes. Two. Uh, I, I think Justine is probably very athletic. She said she played soccer. Tyson, obviously, he's a beast. This is a pair that can be pretty legit. Um, and basically Tyson sa says to her, are you prepared to win a challenge? Because I'm the favorite to win. Well, in his confessional, he says he's the favorite to win the next challenge, which I mean, Tyson's been playing like a beast, but he's basically told her like, look, let's win. Let's do this. And I think she got on board. I mean, I love Justine, but like, what else was you going to do? So it's like, he, your, the algorithm said he your partner. But I mean, I, I get where she was coming from. I'll be a little upset if somebody sent Joey or you home. First of all, it's going to be a little bit more like I'm cussing you out. <laughs> then we can work together. But um, yeah, and uh, Tyson comes in very um, 
do you guys think like he was the one to beat this episode? I know he won, but I just I didn't I didn't necessarily feel that way. I was just like, oh, okay. Like I wanted to see what Casher was giving. I'm trying to see what Senko was gonna do. I was trying to see what Xavier gonna do. Hell, I was trying to see what Rinko, uh Rico. Nah. Rinko? Who? <laughs> Who is Rinko? Rinko. Rinko. A Rinko. Iron? Iron? His, 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 his. The Rinko. full name is Rico. Who? Right? Rico, re, what? Hey. Leo? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Rico, <laughs> this Rinko. is Bryce, Bryce Isaiah, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God, I sw- I swore it was Rico. Okay, uh, but yeah, I I, w- I don't know, but I I didn't necessarily think that he was the one to beat per se. I feel like Tyson's the one to beat every week. You have to like try to take him out of any challenge whenever you can, whenever you get the opportunity, because he's very athletic. And even in one of his, his confessionals, he was saying like, you know, I w- when I was walking past him, I was out of breath, but I didn't want to make them think that I was out of breath. So like, I, you know, I was just waving and, you know, keep it moving. And like, that's like crazy because it's like the amount of climbing that they had to do, uh, jumping into the water, that stuff hurts and it takes a lot out of you. And he, he just, you know, shrugged it off. And I felt, I also feel like they had the best strategy. I don't, they didn't really show everybody's strategy, but uh, Tyson and Justine had the best strategy. Like Tyson's like, yo, I'm gonna go get to these letters. You sit here and spell everything out. But I mean, I do feel like that strategy works only when like, you know, you got a good jumper. Cause you know, it wouldn't work if, if you don't know how to spell, if you, or you don't know how to spell and you, you can't get on a tire. Oh, we'll get there. Ooh. We'll get there. Um, wow. Yeah. So, about Tyson and his uh, him coming into this game, Tyson is the most veteran player in the game, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Like who has done? Who has been in TV? Who has been in competition TV longer than Tyson? Um, so, he's an uh, ultimate. What I'm trying to say is the man has been playing at a high level. He's an ultimate professional. He knows. He knows how to do this thing. And yeah, he's he's one of the older guys on the cast, but he's in great shape. The man is very smart. He knows how to manipulate. And uh yeah, I I would uh I'd agree with you, Hatch, in saying that he is the guy to beat in this uh in this second competition, especially walking in, being the guy that just won the first and only competition. So you're a hundred percent walking in. So you're the guy to beat. So I guess here's my question though. Who was his partner last week? Amazing race. It was, uh, what's her name? Angela. Um, it was Angela. Yeah. So this she's is the question that she, she's from Big Brother, right? She's from Big Brother. Oh, is she? I'm sorry. I apologize. So I guess my question is why Angela ain't get the same type of attention? Cause Tyson didn't just win by itself last week. Tyson and Angela won last week. Right. So technically mm. Angela should be going in here. Angela should be having the same type of edit as well. I just want to point that out that that's for me. And don't get me wrong. I love me Tyson, but I just felt like, well, why is it just being put on Tyson? I thought they was a pair and where Angela at. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I didn't even think about it like that. Right. You know what I mean? Cause listen, I just asking a question. That's all. All right. Well, where was Angela this week? Tyson Tyson did it again this week. Maybe he's the denominator. Right. I, I mean, we could say that now. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight. You're right. So as we're in the house, we get a confessional from Tiffany saying that she'll flirt with Cinco to keep herself safe. Quite the strategy. What do we think about that strategy, gentlemen? And Bryce? 
Uh, <laughs> it sounds like something I would do personally. Like if, if it's going to keep me here, I'm going to do what it takes to just keep me here. If I'm not strong enough in the game, but I know if I'm confident and strong in the game, I might not have to do that. Um, she seems like a pretty like small petite woman. And she, she just knows how to, they were saying manipulate in the game. I don't think she's a manipulator, but if you think about it, yes, she is because she's like, I'm going to, Tell Cinco, you know, just be in his ear, basically, and he'll keep me around. Herp. Yeah. Um, one, we I love Tiff. Tiff, my girl. I just think it was a case of she was still playing Big Brother. I think that this model might work differently when you are in a Big Brother house as opposed to like this challenge house and especially this beast of a challenge house because I feel like this model could absolutely work in Big Brother. If like, you know, you're a female, you're like, you know what, I'm going to get in with the guys. That works. Or if you're a guy, you know, like, you know what, hey, I'm going to go with the girls. That works. But I think what the different denominator is here is that the connections of the people in the house are a windy web where everybody knows everybody or somebody got a relationship with somebody and somebody could pull something for something. So I think that that is really where uh, the difference in Tiffany's strategy, in my opinion, did you guys by chance listen to any of her exit press with Rob? No, but spill us the tea. The tea will be spilt. Um, <laughs> basically, her and Cashel, Rob interviewed her and Cashel, and Cashel said that there was a rift between Love Island in and of itself, between the women and the guys, because the guys, Cinco and Cashel, like, broke the hearts of some of the women, so they don't rock with them, so already this isn't a united front. And because of that, um, you don't have this huge voting block. Now, for Tiffany to work the flirt angle with someone that's already alienated for numerous reasons. One, because Love Island don't rock with Cinco because he broke Cash's heart. But number two, because Cinco's one of the biggest guys in the world. And these... Bryce. Why? Not, not like that. Because Cinco's one of the strongest men in the house. And um, so... <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're quick with the with the photos uh, with Cinco, yes. <laughs> but I, I say that to say, like, in her deciding to use the flirt strategy, we have seen this work in the challenge in the past, in 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 other challenges, like in other MTV challenges. So it could be the right strategy if she's doing it with the right person. I I'd, I'd venture to say. So you're just saying Cinco was the wrong person to do this with. I think so, because I don't think he had the connections that say a, you know, somebody else would have in like like a, a survivor or even a, yeah, maybe a big brother. But she was already a big brother. That's all it. I'm saying. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. We get a we get a confessional from Shan saying I don't trust no not a confessional she's talking with people saying I don't trust Tiffany as far as I can throw her. This was her her speaking to like Desi, Lucina, Ben, and Tyson. Mm-hmm. Sarah said, "Well, I could throw her pretty far." So what you think? Right. That says. was crazy. I said, "Oh." We get some B roll of uh, Tiffany and Cinco flirting, and then Shan says. They had something going on outside of the game. So I have a question. Let's hear it, Hatchie. Was Shan being messy on purpose? Young Purple. Um, I, again, I think the styles of game here come into play because I, I think that, again, when you are amongst people and, you know, you're on a game show, I would imagine that it's like, you know, if you're with your group of people, you're going to say something to something. And, you know, but I think in Sarah Lucina's, uh interview i think that she summed it up pretty well she was like we don't have a newspaper newspaper here all we have is a shan and i'll like you know and listen to her and so i think that although shan might be trying to oh i know this like gameplay i think that other vets like a sarah lacina are sitting back being like i see you mm-hmm. and i'm going to use this information and also makes me believe that i can't possibly trust you so again i think with shan in this moment i feel like we are seeing something of like a survivor play because if we on an island you on a small tribe and you tell that to like two people it can't really go nowhere but right. here on this game it ain't no tribe right yeah. everybody can talk to every, like and so it's like it's just interesting so i think it is interesting to see how how the styles of these game plays like from Big Brother to Survivor kind of work out on here. We we see how Love Islands is working. We see how Survivor is working. We're seeing how Big Brother is working. So it's just interesting for me. That's my take on it. I uh, I agree with you, Bryce. There there is something to sharing. There is some kind of connection to sharing things and opening up about certain things. And in Shan's case, I question if saying it in such a large group was the right way to do it. If um, it, it, it came across more as like gossipy exactly. than as, all right, we're going to use this information in a strategic manner. Now I thought it was kind of cool when, when cool, I just thought it was kind of funny and, and, and a cool editing trick when Sarah Lucina was talking about how we have the new Shan. And then they basically put Shan in her confessional in, in behind a news desk. Right. <laughs> She was talking whatever she was saying. And basically she was saying that she doesn't share to be messy, but she shares. It's like, I'm not a messy sharer. I'm a strategic sharer. Right. But the way I think we viewed it, it seemed a little messy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, 
Mm. I mean, I just say that there's something to like bonding over like spilling tea. Like that's like that's a thing that everybody does. So and again, like not to Shan's defense or anything, but in that moment, they was having a conversation. We only heard Shan part of the conversation and it only happened to pertain to Tiffany. And we see the drama going on. But again, at the same time, um, Tiffany is coming from a huge alliance, the big brother cookout. And so Shan is coming from Survivor. Her season was the last season out. So maybe again, maybe it's a way of her trying to deflect that big personality in like onto somebody else. So yes. Yeah. Um, what I saw, I saw a little bit of Shan um, on Survivor. It seemed like Shan, she was certainly the leader. It seemed like she needed that power. It seemed like it was hard for her to defer certain powers to other people at certain times. Um, and I remember one time, well, a few times, I have a list of survivor rules and things that I follow. And before going to season 40, I should have, I should have read it a little harder. But Maybe. Dom also, <laughs> Dom also passed me his list. And some of the things were like one of the things I remember on his list was that it's important at sometimes to defer power to other people or let other people take the lead or make those, uh, those, judgments and things like that and I think I think in Chan's case in Survivor what really hurt her was that she really wanted to be in control and uh, kind of dictate the the direction of the game with every with every move instead of taking her foot off the gas at some point um, in this case I almost in her speaking in her controlling the group and, and speaking to the group I was kind of getting those vibes from from Shan like she has to be that person that's kind of what i was uh that's kind of what i was just gathering from that small interaction and during that interaction i would like to um ask bryce if he could speak on his friend saying uh, sprinkling a little extra tea on the shanty I, I don't I don't recall. I, I heard Desi saying something, but I, I believe she was just reiterating what Shan was saying, but saying it in a more uh, spicier type of way. What was she saying? <laughs> something I, like, I don't know. Y'all watched the episode. It was something about like, so you're saying they they swapped DNA. Oh, I mean, yeah. ain't oh. Not, listen, ain't Does Desi wrong. have a spicy side? Maybe. But listen, ain't nothing wrong with swapping a little DNA here and there. I mean, relax, <laughs> relax yourself, Bryce. So we get into the challenge. You know what the challenge is called, Perp? What is it called? I got it. What is it, Patchy Mon? It is called drum roll. <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh. Yeah, boy. boy. Uh, actually, what? I think y'all wrong. What's it called? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Buddy? <laughs> oh, no, me. Was that too old? So it was boy. <laughs> Are you a fo- No, it's a buoy. Like what floats in the water. Oh. Yeah, buddy. No, I love you so much, Bryce. Like Have, this is... mute, mute yourself for the next five minutes. Don't that look like Buddy? If you dyslexic, no, Buddy has. Come on, bro. Oh, 
Oh, right. I, we Hatch, we gave him a pass earlier when he said he could spell and read and write really well in a in the. I challenge. didn't say that. I didn't listen. I I I didn't. I, I would be a liability in those type of challenges. You said we we can go back. We no, can I said back. no. <laughs> um, Mr. I, Editor, please. At this moment, no, no, <laughs> I, no, I, y'all are misunderstanding what I said. I said I might struggle in some of them areas, but I could go run and get the board. That's not what you said. You said I you could pro- spell. I said I could spell okay. Okay, all right, all right. How do you spell okay? okay? A Y. All right, perfect. Right, there you go. There you go. So in this challenge, we're not we're not gonna. Belaber Bryce and his uh right yeah buddy buddy she <laughs> said I got it yeah boy I said yeah boy Bryce said no <laughs> he even put the words up yeah. it was right in front of him and proceeded to like say a buddy there are two deep anyway. <laughs> that looks like a buddy. Okay. Describe the challenge, Wendell. What do they have to do? So they need to run into the water, climb up a ladder, jump off of the ladder, and hang on to these tires that are suspended over water. Grab a ma- grab some letters off of those tires, fall into the water, and then go proceed to fill in. And spell words on this, um, what looks like almost like a, a on a on a thing. They have to spell Scrabble as many board. a Scrabble board. Spell as many words as, as they can, and they all have to be connected like Scrabble. And um, yeah, perp. This would be. Uh, I would be. Uh-huh. First of all, I was so nervous because, like, I'm like, oh my god. Now, y'all, both of y'all know me personally. Now, I might be a little awkward, but I am very agile. Mm-hmm. I am very. What's the word like? The the train that bit. I work hard. I the very little engine ag- that could. No, not the little engine. <laughs> I like. What's the? I don't know why I, I'm locomotive. Talking, not a locomotive. No, I'm just saying. Like I. Like not agile. I am very like I have. I think we're gonna get another word for the dictionary right now. The energy, the stamina. Okay, so that's the word. Like I could, like I. Yeah, yes. So I could run, get the words, get there, and I'd be a little nervous. It'd be like jumping double dutch up there. But now, I always, I I always come ready. Go ahead, I'm listening. When we were in the gym today, Bryce was explaining the proper technique of jumping onto the buddy. I mean, the buoy. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that because that's not funny. For those, I guess, listening but and not I, watching, Bryce covered his mic. He's probably changing into something right now. He's probably setting up a buoy at his crib right now. I don't know. A buddy. I- We'll be ready for this challenge, though. Okay, like no, seriously. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Where did you get that from? Is that a helmet? Jacket, yes, my helmet, (laughs) and I got my GoPro camera because they all had GoPro cameras. (laughs) Somebody call him, please. (laughs) 
I would be ready. Be like I would be so ready. Ooh, I didn't lost the GoPro. I would be so ready for this challenge though. Like again, make me a little nervous, but I would be ready. Uh, Bryce, so you would need a flotation device. That's no, they no, they have you not seen somebody on it? They all had life jackets on. Okay, and a helmet. You, uh huh, uh huh. But God. you would need. <laughs> now nah, don't God. take it off. Cash no, had had a life jacket because that first jump from the ladder oh, to the oh. to the tires was very very bad. Cause she hit the water. I I didn't think she was going to be able to continue the way she hit the water. Yeah, she's so there were some smacks. There were some smacks. Okay. Uh, how about when Angela and Leo take off and Leo stops <laughs> before going in the water to untie his shoes? His shoes. What? <laughs> I mean, he wanted better gription. If that's maybe a, that's possibly a, a better way for him to. He wanted what? Get it. Put it in. The, put it in there. Better grip shit. I said grip. Grip. Grip shit's not a word. Now it is in the brictionary. You know what? Will, will you? I didn't know the brictionary was a thing till today. So I can send you everything that I have. Oh yeah, yes. Send it. All right. So Bryce, do we need to first look at dictionary dot com to see if? So what is just better <laughs> grip? Yes. Yes. So what's the action word of grip though? Gripping, gripped. Did this fool say gription? <laughs> oh, no, but that's a. I've heard somebody say that before. Gription. Do you have gription on your cleats? You need better. Okay. You have grip. Gription. <laughs> oh, we need this one. He was just oh. trying to get. I'm. Hold on. That one sounds like an actual word, though. If that one's not a word, then it's Webster. All right. Um, y'all heard it first. We have a new word to the dictionary: gription. So what Leo needed was better gription. So he took off his water shoes and ran in his feet. Right. Bless his heart. <laughs> so. Yes. Then we also have a um, we have a confessional from our girl Sarah Lucina. She says, "My son is going to see me being a badass, and I'm going to owe him a dollar for saying a curse word. But it's okay. I'll give him five hundred k. I got you, buddy. Wink, yo ass. She ain't playing, man. She's out there to win. If she doesn't win it, man, then there's going to be a lot of uh, like you know." It'll be like five minutes later. <laughs> but yeah, so then we have um so the first two were Angela and Leo against Kylan and Lucina. Uh they did very well. Then we got Oz and X versus James and Kayla. Let's talk about James. We love James. That's the baby boy. He went out there. <laughs> He he jumped on the thing first, like you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'd be looking at James as a beacon for gay men at home, you know, to see a new era of different gay men out there. Like I just was living for James. Uh, he was doing his best. His teammate was trying to hold his teammate up there. Baby boy went up for that other jump. He looked good on his first jump. He looked great on his first jump. But it was, you know, sometimes that second one gets us, baby boy. And listen, but here's the thing. Joey, you said you came from gospel. 
You came from church. Listen, we fall down, but we get up. We fall. Oh, look at that face. Look at that. That hurt. And so, and that was the thing that was scaring me the most was when they were like falling. And like when James fell, he was like screaming, basically saying, like, his stomach hurt. Like, that's where I would be wailing. So scared of because. If I were to have that type of moment on TV, it's not giving pretty. It's, it's like, right. what did he sound like? James was just like, ha! Ah! He was like, ah! Ah! And he but he was crying. hurting. He was hurting. Now, I was confused. I thought he either got the wind knocked out of him or broke a rib. I was like, yeah. He was in pain. And we love some James. If you got the wind knocked out of you, you're not screaming like that. Yeah, because you I don't mean, got yeah, the wind. Some of those falls were like ugly, but we still team James over here. So sadly, they didn't get any letters. Mm. So that is uh Hatchy, <laughs> relax. James is our boy. He's going he is. I love it. I love every hey. second of it. All right. He's gonna knock you out. Uh, so, so then uh they didn't get any letters. So now we have the, the threshold. All right. Now all teams know they just need to get one word to be able to beat them and not go into the uh, into the arena. I have yeah. a I have a question. Yeah, not a question, but yeah, you can get one word to beat them, but still they can choose anybody to go down there. So it really doesn't matter. Like if you lose, you still have the ability to go down there. If you don't win, even if you just climbed up seven times and got. Seven words, you're behind, still might be going into the elimination. Yeah. Which is true, especially in Tiffany's case, but as at, at least case? you're not at in Tiffany's case, because uh Tiffany, I think I think they got six words, which is a lot of words in this game. <laughs> but uh Tiffany Cashel. So I, I say I'd still rather not be the last place team because I'd rather have it so there is a one in whatever shot of me going down as a what are you doing, Bryce? See that that's what you get for having all of those props. I'd rather be the team that's not automatically sent in, the team that at least has the ability to um scramble or what have you or have the right connections. Okay. Uh do we have any other noticeable things? Um um, yeah, I thought I thought uh when Cinco was up. Let's talk about Cinco, it. Cinco did a great job. I I know that him and Cash weren't on the right amount of terms. And if I was Cash, I'd be so freaking scared. She Cash said that she couldn't swim. She teamed with Cinco. Where's the jet now? And then Cash actually did a really good job of getting on. But when Cash was on, it was that letting go and the releasing part. And I was just, you know, like, oh my God, what's happening? But I thought it was like so admirable of like just Cinco when Cinco was like, I need you. And then Cash got a confessional was like, he say he need me. So I had to like, you know, and sometimes that's all it really takes is somebody out there that whether you might be fighting or something, but just for them to just be like, jump on in, like get in here right now. I thought that that was a <laughs> pause. Not like, Whoa. not like, not, not like that, but, but, <laughs> but if you want to know, hey. no, um, I, no, I, I thought that that was a great moment. It was great. Um, I, I agree. He said, I need you. He said, you got this cash. And he it, he could have 
been encouraging her a different way. And we've seen people encourage people different ways, yelling at people and whatnot. Cinco, um, I think he did a really good job. Because he knows her. He knows what's going to get her to finish this. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. And then I think um, afterwards we saw them like, like together, like we did a good job. And so despite the algorithm randomly <laughs> chose choosing these two people, uh, they were able to overcome something and, and do, do well out there. Um, we get Tyson and Justine. And this is when Tyson shows us how good he is. And like, like you said earlier, Hatch, he said that even when he was running past people, he wanted it to look like he wanted to breathe through his nose and make it look like he wasn't even panting or anything because that can be so demoralizing and people will just be like, wow, like <laughs> we can't, he's, he, he can't be beat like a homeboy. He's not even tired. Who braided his hair up? <laughs> what if you got uh, Tiffany to braid it up? Tiffany or Justine? That, that's something that he would do. And then sent her home. But quick question, uh, gentlemen. So Tyson said that he was holding his breath when he was walking past the people. I would just be curious to know what y'all breaths would be given. No, I'm just saying, I'll, I'll go first. If it were me, my breath. <gasps> We know. Okay, Joey, what would your breath be like? I, I would just be out of breath. <laughs> That's it. I'm not going through the emotions of what you just did. Okay, no, but no, I'm just curious. Wendell, what would your breathing pattern be? <laughs> that sounds cool, calm, and collected. You ain't doing that. Yes, I am. Falling yes, 40 am. feet into the water. Or I'd be passed out because of Bry- uh, Bryce's hot breath. So Don't either, do that. Either mm. But we had we had a, a a point where Tyson took a hard spill into the water, shakes it off. I'm okay and smiles. <laughs> and TJ starts laughing. Tyson, like he just he knows what he's doing, man. He knows like even if that really hurt him, in smiling saying I'm okay, it's like, geez, homeboy can't even be injured. It's like the shield of Tyson. He has that dry humor. You don't know if he's serious or not. It's almost like an armor of protection where people can't really get your real emotions. And I think that him being such a competitor for such a long time, he's learned that through the game of Survivor. And I think that it's really helping off here. Yep, uh, for sure. And we have uh, finally, we have Desi and Danny, two friends, friends of the show and friends in real life. and. We get another Kiki shout out. Okay. Shout out. He basically said either success or Kiki's going to kill me when I get home. (laughs) Why is she always going to kill him? Because Kiki mean business. Okay, friend. Shout out to Kiki McCray. She's a Didn't he say if I die out here, she will bring me back to life and then kill me again? (laughs) Last episode. Okay. Yeah. Kiki Kiki is in it for, you know, she she will kill somebody out here. Shout out to Kiki, (laughs) friend of the show. FYI, we love you. We, We know it. We we know you you listening and we love you very much. So don't 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 kill us now, okay, Kiki? She ain't gonna kill me. I'm her friend. Y'all might have to go, but Kiki gonna nah, save me. Kiki's my friend too. What you know? Kiki, my friend. Well, <laughs> when we go to Houston for our oh. party this fall, Kiki's gonna come. We'll have to see. So who ended up winning this? So this uh, amazing challenge. 
No surprise. No, go ahead. You got it. Nah, you got it, Hachiman. No, man. So, no surprise, as my man Wen was just saying, Tyson and Justine took the cake with this. With like nine words or something? Something ridiculous. Yeah. Sometimes these challenges are, are, all right, go into it with a good strategy. Hear what you need to do, figure out a good strategy, and work it. And like you said earlier, they, they did that. They worked it. Tyson was running. Justine was making the words. Yeah. So, and then who loses? Sadly. Kayla and James. Sadly. Zero words. So Goose last it. week, we saw James scrambling and, you know, getting them off the chopping block. This week, ain't no scrambling that you could do. Uh, but again, I just have to say, this is where James impresses me. Last week, in order to get himself off of the block, you know, or not to be put on the block, he had to like scramble, but scramble in such a strategic way. Then when he has to go see the Godfather Tyson again, it's like one, I just think that those conversations are just so awkward. Like, you know, well, who do you want to go home? Like, it's like you at the principal office and you just lost and they're trying to like tell you. But the way that James goes in there and articulates the different teams, who's with who, and the way that he is just able to identify from his perspective and all the while, like making it make sense. Cause it's one thing for you to be like, Oh, I could beat this. I could beat that. I could beat this. And Tyson looking at you like, okay, you just saying that because it like, that's who you want out. But for him, the way that he was able to explain it broke down the big brother, broke, broke down the survivor alliances of which and which and the two teams that he was able to come with like blew my mind and I was just like wow uh baby boy is out here really playing this game on a whole nother level and also I didn't want to say we talked about like how some of the strategies from big brother might not work on here some of the strategies from survivor might not work on here well James is very much so playing an amazing race strategy he's got a particular teammate and they see like the other teammates on the board and I feel like maybe Amazing Race is the most equipped to win this game. I don't know, but I'm just saying like that strategy of ain't really talking to others, like making friends and actually being able to like lay out what teams probably we don't want to get rid of and which teams have the least attachment to the biggest alliances to send home. Tell you right now, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I'd have, I would have been voting for somebody. Say it again. <laughs> Amen. Oh, Bryce, man. I I echo your sentiment. I agree. I think James. I think James is one of these players that we need to see playing more of these games because we're seeing his his level of gameplay. And now, two weeks in a row, he's been forced in a in a bad position and we're watching him maneuver in that position and kudos to our boy, another friend of the show. He, uh, he did a great job in there pleading his case and saying what direction he thinks that, uh, who, who he thinks they should send in. I think this is some of the best politics in, in challenge history that I've ever seen. Like for somebody to be able to go and change people's minds on the drop of a dime. Like he's, he is crushing it in that regard. So hats off to him. So in the newer seasons of the challenge are when people spit their cases, like, are they always 
as open to hear like because it doesn't necessarily go like this in a new challenge right it's always different like different, sometimes yeah. it's, they're pleading their case in front of everyone sometimes right. they're pleading their case in front of four people or, yeah so it, it always it's always different but, but it's never in my opinion from what i've seen it's never like strategy how and again, is it Tyson making it this way? Because he's the, like, again, he's the common denominator, but it doesn't seem, I don't know, it just seems like very strategy talk to me that, again, it's just so surprising because I'm like, is this the way they intended it to go? Yeah, that's what happens when you put a bunch of uh, Survivor, Big Brother racers and Love Islanders in the Challenge House. Like, we have seen a traditional game of the Challenge for a long time where um, I I don't think it's I don't think that the strategy is is on this level. I don't think it's there. And in this case, you got some real strategists and and I think we've only seen, you know, we haven't even seen the we haven't even seen a little bit of what we what's in store for us. Um we have a commercial. I am not going to do uh, you know what? I saw in the comments someone said that they miss the Wendell Holland commercial breaks from Survivor News and I was thinking maybe I should go back to being so thorough in my note taking that I even take these commercial notes and <laughs> don't 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 hang up on me so you know I didn't no, but I well, do remember one commercial that was uh it was a preview for Survivor Isn't that exciting a preview for Survivor September 21st. You're not excited by that? That doesn't excite you? I'm here anyway. for the challenge. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So getting back to the challenge, as we get back from this awesome commercial, we start to get into this kind of uh, Cinco Tiffany cachet triangle thing. This uh, The messiness. So we have a clip of Cinco carrying Tiffany to the bedroom, which is <laughs> A bunch of, as as Joey is uh, showing us, which is a bunch of bunk beds. And then we see Cash walking right there. So I don't know if she saw that or... She definitely saw that because she said, is that them? Is that them? And uh, Cash says in a confessional or, or to someone, Tiff uses her female assets to play and that's not my vibe. Poor Cinco is easily manipulated. Mm. A part of the reason why I wish that I was on the season is to break up that tension. I would have got out of my oranges, the black bed and be like, ah, Cinco, see if you can pick me up. <laughs> see if I'm heavy enough. Are you trying to reference orange is the new black? He said orange is the black bed. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Bless your heart, child. Cinco, you know Cinco be on the Instagram doing all these crazy workouts with one arm, pinky finger doing like, so I, I would have broke up the tension, came out, had probably had to put a little robe on because I wasn't in my little nightly negligee out there, but like <laughs> negligee? <laughs> I like to sleep comfortable. Uh, you haven't seen me on one of these shows, I'm going to be a negligee. We uh, saw you and Ozzy in that photo. I'm just saying. I'm like, Cinco, pick, see if you can pick me up. He'll say, no. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so uh <laughs> we have that, <laughs> that bit. So now pick me up. Yes, yes, we know. We want we you want Cinco to pick you up. He's not that ain't happening. 
So we're starting to see this this dynamic, this um, Tiffany using her assets, Cache feeling some type of way about it. And we're starting to see that this is going to come to a head at some point. Or- and we do get a confessional from Tiffany basically saying uh, she's trying to expand the network of the big brother and bringing in, you know, Cinco and Cashel. So there is there is logic to it. It does make sense. I, However, I do think uh, she maybe didn't think about the ramifications of the power that the Love Island girls could have in the swing of the vote uh, because that is really what made it just so interesting. And again, that's why it's like in this game, it's hard to play in a particular style because you never know who's weaved together and what power of what. Like Alyssa, her name's on the chopping block this week. And, you know, she was feeling it. And, you know, we saw her first episode saying, the cookout got me out. I got no allegiance to them. I'm taking them out. Second Alyssa name come up. She over there to act like, what you going to do about it? (laughs) Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What about the conversation between Tyson and Tiffany? Mm. Basically, he says, um, who should I throw in? And um, I think I think he said it's either X or Oz. X and Oz or Enzo and Alyssa. Tiff says Enzo and Alyssa. They hug. They say we're good. And if I'm not mistaken, this was when Tyson was wearing some like red robe or something. I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you I caught that, Bryce. Yes, I did. And Tiffany had on a gray robe with a gray two piece. So, so they, they're out there in their negligee. Right. Right. Sure. But my question is because editing is such a great tool, was this before or after the conversation that he had with Justine? Because in the grand scheme of things, you know, that they made it so that the conversation he had with, with Justine was the last thing that we saw before they went to um, into the pit, correct? The arena. Into the, the arena. the conversation with Justine? Say that again? What did he say to Justine? What, what was their conversation? I don't know. I, I feel like they panned back to uh, their their conversation and then it was Justine saying like no let's throw Tiff and uh, oh, yeah. Cash on. you know what I'm saying so I'm wondering if that conversation was after and Tyson just had a survivor game face on like yeah no you're good like you got it and the whole time he knew that he was throwing them in so I think it was after because in that even in that conversation he was just like just five minutes ago I told Tiffany she was safe so okay. like they so they were like they they knew about it because. Yeah, so I think it would have been like after, but right before they were leaving, because Justine was like kind of sort of nervous, but you had to put on that survivor face, like I got you, sis. So, but good eye hatch because sometimes they do that. Sometimes they the timelines are a little funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, but yeah, but then back to again, Alyssa talking to X, and then we get an Alyssa confessional, like my best friend was essentially lying to me for sixty five days in Big Brother. So again, we're we're going back to her talking about X. And I feel like X 
feels like they're locked in. So I'm excited to see where that goes or if it goes anywhere. I don't know. Right. It might not even go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And Lord knows in TV, they could make it seem like people don't like each other or something. Uh, you don't say. And one person seems that thinks that they're good. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. But also in Tiffany's like thinking of getting rid of Alyssa, it was to keep like the big brother crew together, like keep they like tight alliance together. So I again thinking of seeing how things played out, it's interesting to see uh like what moves were made and, and who participated in them. Uh, because really it is, I guess, some people trying to get away from that alliance because they know it brings a lot of attention. Yeah. And then um and then it's time for the arena. And we get everyone walking into the arena. We see what looks like some Pelotons hooked up to some kind of screen or something. And we're not sure what's about to happen. What's this uh, arena called, Bryce? Ask Joey. (laughs) (laughs) Knowledge is powered. Yes. So TJ calls James and Kayla down. TJ is rocking. Now, Sometimes we get into TJ's outfits. We didn't get into it earlier from the challenge earlier today where he was rocking a blue short sleeve shirt with like pizza slices on it. I didn't mention that. But tonight, is that what he was wearing, Bryce? That's what he was wearing at the thing. And I just was confused. He had the little jean jacket on with a button up shirt buttoned all the way to the top. But I was just confused why he was like had the jean jacket closed like he had negligee on under for it. Yes. So what, what is that under it? It looks like a, a Wendell Holland slash Tyson type of shirt that they got on underneath. Little TJ Negligé. Tigligé. Bryce, it's funny that you found that picture because there was a point where I thought he was wearing something different. Oh. Because in my notes, he uh, had an orange hoodie and a black vest. God forbid we go against the Wendell Holland note. Don't do that, Bryce, because <laughs> the Holy Grail. No, Bryce, I'm 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 saying like, hey, maybe he switched outfits or something. What? Because <laughs> I didn't capture it in my notes. No, so if it's not in my notes. Do that. No, I can't. I, I can't believe the photo that I see. <laughs> so I think before TJ went to elimination. They had to do a wardrobe change. Okay. So y'all know Wendell be serious about his notes. Are you done? Oh. I'm just getting finished. Whoa. <laughs> so, um, TJ rocking his orange hoodie and his black vest. Tyson and Justine are too... Don't do that. He wasn't wearing a dark denim and some black and white shirt underneath. Tyson and Justine are to pick two people. They pick Cashel and Tiffany to a lot of people's surprise. And we get a flashback to Tyson basically saying he learned that most of Big Brother wants her gone. Mm. Mm. Look at that stare. Mm. They both look angry. Alyssa, Xavier, Cashel all talked trash on her. Um, Yeah. And then that's when we get the flashback to Tyson and Justine talking. And he's like, yo, I just told her she was going to be good. All right, Justine, you know, this is about to be your first blindside. I'm so proud of you. Right. 
And I feel like this is where the age old saying comes into play here. Like, if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. So, mm-hmm. like, they, they went in there thinking, oh, no, it's all good. But, you know, mm. nope. Nope. Got him. <laughs> so, how does this challenge work? Perfect. You have to take a Peloton class. And when you pedal on the pedal, Peloton, Peloton. it is. Is going to charge up. Uh, you'll get to one level bar. You got to keep pedaling. You'll get to two. When you get to the when the second power up, a flashing image of sixteen letters, little symbols, and you got to memorize it and complete it on the board. After that, then Recreate. it's two more two more levels of that. Yes. Now, since I have y'all both, I love to just play this game with you real quick. Uh, so I am going to give you, and if you are not already, please make sure you are subscribed to the, the Wendell Holland YouTube mm. channel so you can play along with this game. I'm trying to test these good brothers since they want to make fun of my mathing and my spelling ability. <laughs> Let's oh. test their memory. So this is only for Joey. Wendell, you do have to close your eyes. Okay. So Joey, I'm going to flash this image up. And I'll be nice. You just only have to the top row. We are looking for the top row. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. And then I want you to remember each symbols back to me. Mm-hmm. Remember them back. All right. Start the clock, TJ. One, Ten, two, nine, eight, <laughs> seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Okay. Now try to describe the images that you saw from left to right. Can I take my Chose, headphones out? Uh, no, because you have a different layer. Because okay. Joey only did the top layer. I believe. It Hold was, wait, let me let me just get the answer key up. <laughs> let me get the answer key up. Okay, I got the answer key up. I believe it was an MV. Okay. Boom. And two S's that were kind of sideways. Ooh. Boom. Um. Was it a battery looking thing? Boom. Uh, this is where it gets tricky. Um, there was a bowl that was like that. Boom. Okay. Oh, my goodness. And how many more are there? Two more. Uh, the last one was an arrow that was pointing up. Boom. So the, the one that's before the last one, I forget what that picture is, but I just I'm, try to describe it. Let's try to give you some points here, Joe. You're trying to get some points on the clock. Uh on the points board. On the clock. Thank, thank you. Um I don't know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wendell Holland, please welcome to the room. We're going to put an image on the board. We will give you 10 seconds. You're only concerned with the bottom numbers. Numbers? So they're numbers that I we're, the bottom image, the, the bottom, bottom image, card. How many bottom, images do I need to listen? I, yo, look, I just described it to you earlier. How many? You just look at the bottom. I wasn't listening. I was. I had to zone out because you had to do for Joey. So I was on my phone. Six. You have to remember six images. You remember when TJ said this with a pizza shirt on? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Joey, slow countdown, like I did you, brother. And the algorithm said it was a little too slow. Are you calling? Starting now. 10, 9, 8, 
seven, That's too slow. six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Wendell Levert Holland. What a name. Squiggles. Check. Equal with the two arrows. Who are you speaking to with authority? <laughs> See, now you're messing me. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <I'll>... <laughs> UA. Squiggles. Circle with almost like a sunset. Okay. And you messed me up. I can't remember. No, you're not. You're performing now. But go (laughs) ahead. (laughs) Now I really forget the last one. What could it be? Oh my god! I don't remember it. You got five seconds to answer. That. I'm, guys, seconds. I'm really, I'm really serious now. Okay, right? well, it, just try to describe it. I, okay, same credit I tried to give to Joey. It's a square. I can't accept that. Like you would have to be a little bit more specific. All right, let's see it. But I mean, hmm. <laughs> Square with a V? Yes. Like you you said a circle with a sunset. All right. Which it was. Doesn't so that kind now, of look like a horizon? No, I mean, I get it. I, yeah. It looks yeah, like a but Lego. All right. Sorry, Lego I didn't head. give you the square with a V, but all right. You can't just say, a, you Joey literally wins. said, no, no, none of y'all win. We got the Joey, same amount. Y'all got the same, y'all are tied. All right. So we need a tiebreaker. You weren't prepared for all of that. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> all right. So in, in this challenge, now, this is when, and I hate being the skeptic. I hate being skeptical about the algorithm not being so random. I hate being the skeptic thinking that if we're on some Pelotons, someone's just in the back, like, hitting a button, like, all right, next level. <laughs> all right, next level. Right. Because it did seem like, I, and I hate to interject here, it did seem like uh, Kayla and James were just hitting their drones a little bit faster than Cashel and Tiff were. And I was just like, uh, I feel like Tiff and Cashel were on their drone before. And Cashel like, was like, he was moving. Yeah, he was out here. He was out. Wasn't he perp? Perp, what was Cashel like? <laughs> show, I, that, show that to me. No, I gave myself a little headache. <laughs> So this is what I will say. I hate to be a skeptic like that, but I agree. I feel like I appreciate when Survivor show us a ball and we got to fill water up to the certain le- like where we all can see where each other is at. Because it was seeming like Cashel was in something. Whoa. And, <laughs> and I meant it just how I said it. And it did seem at times like it was just hard. But again, that, that could have been the editing. But um, I was here for James and uh Kayla. They was taking a Peloton class off. You saw clearly who the people wanted to win because they was cheering them on. And they were um, enjoyed. They were James was hamming it up. I think he took his jacket off or jacket something. Off. Or curling it. Yeah. Magic Mike moments, you know what I'm saying? He was out here. 
He turned into Petey Pablo. What's that song? Oh. North North Carolina. Carolina. Oh, Take your shirt off. Say two words in the verse. Who am I? I'm saying you done. Uh, I was literally in pre-K when that song came out. Mm. Bryce, they played that we at did. your graduation. No, they. I literally your remember college graduation. <laughs> <laughs> so, ultimately, we get a. So, I don't want to see either of these groups go home. I'm a big Tiffany fan. I'm a big James fan. So it's lose lose for me. But ultimately. James wins. He shows his resilience. He show. I'm sorry. It's James, James and Kayla. James and I corrected myself. James and Kayla win. They show their resilience. They show why they're there. Right. Yes. Agreed. And again, it also it goes to show you. It's anybody game. You don't know what the heck you're going to be thrown into elimination to be like who knows what like on a peloton and memory like I could be insanely good at that so I I feel (laughs) I feel like it literally levels the playing field so for me it also makes the elimination not so as scary if that makes sense right I agree with you I will say these eliminations because usually in past challenges, they'll do like a guy's heat and a girl's heat. And, you know, the, it's not contingent upon like a team winning. Like it's just the best person of both wins. So I don't know which version I like better, but it's kind of cool to see some new challenges that they haven't bought out before. Agreed. Yeah. And um, yeah. We... When Tiffany is sent home, we get a confessional from Cash or 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 something. She's she's basically laughing that Tiffany's gone. She's happy. We get a Tiffany confessional where she says, Cinco, call me. Oh, everybody else. KMA. KMA. What's that name? Kiss. What's KMA? Kiss, kiss, kiss my eye. Algorithm? My, yes, kiss my algorithm. I also thought that's, how, it was, that's what we should name the episode. Yes. <laughs> Give him a bell. Uh I also thought it was hilarious when Cashel was leaving. He was like, Kayla, I'm leaving you, girl. Cause you know, his Love Island girlfriend, or the they broke up, like, you could do it, baby. Keep your head up, keep your head to the sky. Follow the like say the Lord's prayer and you know showing all this love and then you get to Kayla and she like broke my heart see like she was yeah. like see ya. I was like oh isn't that crazy jeez Louise yep isn't that something so but go ahead also interesting fact is that then they also showed that uh, flashback with Xavier and Tyson and basically like Xavier saying like, okay, get rid of Tiffany and I'll cover your back for the backlash. And again, I think this is interesting to point out that we see Big Brother at this point 
targeting each other. We've yet to see that from any other uh dynamic so which is interesting also interesting to be said that like Tiffany was still trying to keep the cookout alliance but clearly I feel like Xavier is playing with the know-with-all the wherewithal know-with-all is another dictionary term we already established that word but he's playing with the wherewithal that like he realizes that he won on Big Brother and maybe some of these people that played up strategic game and Big Brother gotta go so I just was like oh okay X I see you Right. Yeah. It's uh it's interesting to see this different and but I think I think quite a few of them came in understanding that they as a cookout, they will be a big target. Um and that they're gonna have to find their own way. And I guess it seems like X is uh one of the first ones to make that move. Yeah, and Tiffany and Kylan are close. So it'll be interesting to see who was who's the guy's name? Kylan. Wen Jr.? Yes, aka Wen Jr. But again, I don't think it's also interesting because if no one would really know that Xavier had an okay a hand in it unless Tyson were to like you know what I mean so it's not as much blood on his hands per se. So it'd be interesting if even if that information even got out. True. We'll see. We'll see. Now, Bryce, um we have a couple questions from our viewers, our listeners. Okay. Also, if you have questions, feel free to drop them in the, um, in the comment section. You know, we like engaging and again, please subscribe. I'm trying to, I have a a little goal. I'd like to get to a thousand followers. So please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Even if you're just listening, go ahead and subscribe, but we're going to get to some of the questions. The first question is from, Riley from Spokane, Washington. All the way on the other side of the country. Come on, Riley. And he asks, how long before, I like this question, how long before people start gunning for Tyson? I feel as though next, we're going to see it starting next episode. Because I don't know. I mean, I want him to keep this winning streak up, but the challenge kind of makes it so that, you know, they're going to, they might give us another challenge that's not so physical and somebody else might come to the forefront. So that will be their time to shoot for Tyson, in my opinion. So you're saying that there might be a challenge that leads, that won't be within his or his, him and his partner's skill set. So they'll lose. So people will gun for him. Correct. Perp, what you think? I think that once a survivor goes home, I feel like that's when the floodgates will open up. I feel like if Tyson can win or if they can effectively continue to like get rid of the big brother. But I feel like once that survivor pact is gone, I feel like that's when they're ultimately start gunning for him. And again, it's like Tyson has to win. And then if they gun for him, then it's throwing them in. But what if he wins and comes back? Then it's like, does Tyson, is he somebody you really don't want to mess with? I don't know. Just it gives a lot of thought to it. Because if you start sending the people home, then as more people go home, the numbers dwindle down. Each partner is going to have somebody. Dwindle is a word. Uh, you said dindle. Dwindle. They're going dindle. to dwindle, d- dwindle, dwindle, dwindle or dindle. dindle. 
dwindle Holland. Okay, they're going to dwindle down. So the the likelihood of somebody that you like or align with, yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 going to get sticky, and I'm here for it. Icky icky, sticky icky icky icky. Ooh-oh. I'm just curious as to when they're going to make the arena part like individual um even though it's partners you know like the guys going up against the guys and the girls going up against the girls and the best made the best person win i think that that will be a twist at some point i i don't know when but i think either either they're gonna do it like for one episode or something to shake things up or there will be a point where they start doing it from then on or if someone ends up getting taken out of the game for one reason or another, someone's injured or something, TJ loves calling two, um, a man and a lady down and then saying, all right, you're safe tonight. And then just having the one group compete against each other. So that's uh that'll be interesting to see if that ever happens where, uh, where it's every person for themselves regarding Tyson uh, being gunned for, I think he's doing a really good job of setting himself up, making allies with people, saving people, saying, hey, like like to Xavier, hey, I'm going to save you, but look out for me down the line. I think he's doing a good job of making those connections and whatnot. So I think that he's setting himself up and he's part of this huge survivor alliance. I think he's setting himself up so that in the event that they ever do not win, that he still might have some uh, some safety in there. We'll see. As you you guys being more recent challenge winners, does a uh, uh, challenge beast like this? How normally do they make it to the end and win? And how more recent cha- and more recent seasons of the challenge, these early challenge beasts that come out and dominate, is it likely that they go to the end and win, or like what's the like? I'm talking about the more current season. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a... T- Do you want to answer first, Hatch? I'm sorry. Um, Sure. I mean, it doesn't matter. I was just going to say, usually challenge beasts aren't usually gunned for usually first because because the challenge in the arena, people, if you're a beast, they're not trying to go for you. So they're, you know, they're more likely to make it to the end um, until, you know, there's that, that challenge that TJ throws and it's like, all right, this is just let's that's a memorization thing, and then oh my goodness, like I can't memorize anything. I guess I'm going home today. So in I, I think in more recent years, the things that I've watched, the things that I've seen, the challenge beasts aren't really gunned for per se. I think um I think I think when we think of Tyson, we think of a different kind of a challenge beast. Cause like if you just look at this cast, you'll look at someone like a Cinco and be like, oh, he's going to be a challenge beast. If you look at your normal cast, you might see um, like the regular challenge. You might see someone like Nam. You might see someone like Fessy. You might see these big people be like, yo, they're, they're about to be challenge beasts. But when I think of a Tyson, I'm th- I, I see like a CT. I see a true veteran that's done it a lot. That's like, you know what? I'm going to work every angle so that I minimize my likelihood of going into the arena and I maximize my chances of doing well in the, in the finale. And so like with a Tyson, like a CT, CT doesn't go down in the arena often. He finds a way to get to the end often though. Uh, bananas, uh, Wes, 
these these kinds of uh like career players or these kinds of like true vets that's what i look at when i see a tyson i think tyson is so good that he's going to he's probably going to have to see that arena at some point of course we got a lot of good players there but i think he's so good that in his social game with his connections and all that he's going to be able to maneuver as much as possible without seeing that arena. That's the way I see it. That's just my little take. Um, Yeah. We had another question tweeted in. (laughs) Josh Green, our good buddy, friend of the show. What up, Josh? (laughs) He wanted us to talk more about Mr. Wallington. He's crushing it all around this season. We give James his props. That's our boy, um, but yeah, that's what Josh said. But this is a funny question from Nate H forty seven. Would production have allowed Bryce to use words from the brick brictionary in the spelling challenge? They better had scription. <laughs> they better had no of all. Right. They better had. So. Bryce, what's another good brictionary word? I don't. I, I don't subscribe to the Brictionary. I only speak standard. I yeah. do. Uh, uh, no so. doubtably. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, is, uh, these aren't funny, Joey. <laughs> Desperadity. <laughs> Desperadity is wild. <laughs> oh, this one, this one might put Desperadity to shame. This is a location. Bakla, Slovakia. <laughs> you didn't say that. He said it. He ain't saying no Bacchus of Akia. Normality. <laughs> no. Should I just start? All right. I'm going to say one more. Monitable. What does that mean? It mean like what it sounds. Anyway, enough of that. I'm curious to know what you got, who your player of the week is after seeing all of the footage that we've seen today. Who do you think, like, what, what's, if, what's the player of the week? Who would you say your player of the week is, Joey? My player of the week is Tyson. Um, oh, nice image. What the world? <laughs> I didn't even notice. Oh, my God. Uh, it's Tyson. He's just the player you got to beat, in my opinion. He's just playing a, a hell of a game, so... That's my player of the week. 100%. He won back-to-back. So that's a good player of the week. I'm going to have to give my player of the week to someone that I should have given it to last week. James, Mr. Where's Wallington himself. Player of the week. (laughs) That's my guy. He he couldn't – they didn't get it done in the challenge, but he said, you know what, I'm going to get it done in the arena. And he knocked out. A good, um, two good challengers, Casual and Tiffany. So, James, congrats, my guy. We love you here at the Challenge Breakdown. Keep killing it. Yes, Perf, love- who you got, James? I had, you know me, I go for the emotional route. Uh, my player of the week was Cash. I really felt like she demonstrated a lot of strength on the the boulder, and when she was scared to let on the damn- the, the buddy the. <laughs> Yeah, boy. Uh, when Cash like was scared to drop down, um, and there's a lot of things at working against her uh, mentally. It could be a lot in her head, and she was able to pull through and crush it like the queen that she is. So I had to give Cash to be my player of the week. I'm curious how she was scared to jump down after she first 
attempted to jump and bounced off that thing into the water. Like that would have, that would have, I'm just saying me, I, I feel like that would have calmed my fear after I like missed and what was it. forced. Well, yeah. What was forced? The other one you had to like, let go. Right. True. 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 But I probably yeah. be a little scared too, but no, I won't jump. Well, do we have anything else, gentlemen? No, I'm good on my end. Perp, do you have anything else? I don't have anything else. I'm still trying to see. Uh, Cinco, can you pick me up? Like, <laughs> just try to see if you can bench press this weight. No, no, no. I just, no, I just no. all I want to see. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you watching, you tuning in. Please, if you enjoyed it, please subscribe to the Wendell Holland YouTube channel. Let us know how you think in the comments. Let us know what you think. If uh, if Bryce's Brictionary words were too much for you, let us know. If my very brief commercial break wasn't enough for you, let us know that you need more commercials. If Hatchie's locks are on point and his bucket hat is on point, let my him know. My beard might be the most on point, beard. too. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. Let's see, because we got a couple beards in here. Mine and yours, that is. Anyway. Thank you all so much for tuning into the challenge. Take down with myself, the people's champ, Wendell Holland, with the smelliest of them all, the purple one himself, Bryce Isaiah, and with our bro, the one and only fantastic musician that is Joey to the Hatch. Thank you all so much. Make sure you all tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a Listen. friend. Now, I before, before we go, my question is, can you be the, like, how are you, how can you be the people's champ if the only people that you champ is yourself? Like, does that make sense? Don't do that. Perp. Don't you do that. But okay, just ask it for a friend. The challenge. Thank y'all for tuning in. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. And that is going to conclude your challenge breakdown of the CBS, the challenge USA episode two. Please make sure you subscribe to the purple pants podcast. We are available on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google play, wherever you can get a podcast. The purple pants podcast awaits you. Also, if you found this audio podcast funny, you can head over there to Wendell Holland's YouTube page and watch the video as well. Make sure you subscribe. Okay write a review give your baby boy some five stars and don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to kiss my algorithm because it's a it's a it's a it's the purple pants it's the purple pants it's the purple pants podcast you better get your headphones and listen up quick it's the purple pants podcast you better listen in public might make your stomach hurt it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to unwind you better get that box wine it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to get your snack you better hurry right back though it's the purple pants it's the purple pants Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. 
We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.